Welcome to Weekly Homilies with Father Mark Sislanko, pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. We are part of the Catholic Archdiocese of Hartford. I'm Carol Vassar, Parish Director of Communications. You're listening to Season 3, Episode 17, for the third Sunday of Easter, April 26, 2020. Our Gospel reading is from Luke, Chapter 24, Verses 13 through 35. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened to them while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, You are the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went to stay with them. And it happened that, while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way, and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven, and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way, and how he was made known to them, in the breaking of bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Many years ago, in one of my parish assignments, there was a woman who every day would walk. You would see her at the same time walking in the same place in various parts of town every day, and she would just walk. If you passed by her on the street, she would gently nod, but would never respond to a hello or how are you. She seemed in her own way dressed for work. 
but she would just walk. No one knew her name, and we all referred to her simply as the woman who walked. We all walk through life. Maybe not physically, but we certainly present ourselves to each moment, to each day of our journey. And we walk. And as we walk through life, as we journey through life, sometimes that road is easy. It's peace-filled. It's in sync with where we feel we want and need to be. It can almost be associated with those wonderful, peaceful moments that can be captured at the break of dawn on a beach as you walk and gently experience the morning sun breaking through the clouds, the Christmas of the air, and the gentle patter of the ocean as it meets your feet. Those gentle, easy moments of life are what we seem to desire and want. But we know that our journey, our walking, is never really that easy all the time. Life produces a difficult walk for us. It's a walk that can find us carrying great burdens. We can find ourselves fearful, anxious, worried. We can find ourselves struggling with illness, demands, and circumstance. We can find ourselves exhausted, tired, and weak, vulnerable, and even at risk. Those difficult walks often show us very harshly that we're not in control as much as we thought we may be in control. And as we move through those difficult walks, we find ourselves wondering perhaps if we can even continue to move on. Those difficult walks, those difficult journeys, the end is hard to see. And where the road leads is difficult to know. Sometimes we choose these challenging journeys, as one would choose perhaps to scale Mount Everest or encounter some other challenge, or maybe embrace the values of the gospel more fully, such as they would require sacrifice and a change of routine. But whether life is difficult or whether we choose a more challenging venue. On those occasions, we usually require the help of others along the way, the insight of experience and wisdom. Regardless of what your walk, your journey looks like at this moment of your life, do you have a direction, 
a purpose? Do you know where you want and need to be? It's very difficult for us to understand the path of life we are asked to walk. It's very difficult alone to sometimes figure it all out. It's very difficult sometimes to accept where life is asking us to go. And that's why we need so desperately a companion on the journey. We need our God to enlighten us, to show us, to interpret for us what the events of life mean and what it's all about. It is only through a journey with that faithful friend, that faithful God, coming to us most especially in the wonderful intimate presence of the Eucharist, who invites us to rest and stay a while with him as he explains to us all that has gone before and all that will come in the future. St. John of the Cross had a wonderful quote that is worth our reflection in our meditation. St. John of the Cross tells us, only the one who can set aside his own knowledge and walk in God's service like an unlearned child can receive wisdom from God. Listen to those words once again. Only the one that can set aside his own knowledge and walk in God's service like an unlearned child can receive wisdom from God. You see, here's the problem our hearts and our souls face. We want to control the outcome of our journey. We're the ones who want to direct the path of our lives. For many of us, if we really could choose each day how life would look, perhaps that journey and that stroll down the beach would be the one that we would prefer. But life doesn't bring us there. And so in our minds, we want to map out, design, and create the road that we want to follow. And then we want, after we have all of those plans laid out, we want God to then come in, get on our side, and get us where we need and want to go. But in that scenario, whose plan, whose service are we following? God's or our own? I would dare to say our own. And that's why we get frustrated and disappointed, anxious, fearful, unsettled. 
And so really, we need to step out of our way, relax our minds a bit, stop trying to figure it all out, and place ourselves humbly and submissively and obediently at God's service. As an unlearned child would seek the wisdom of one older and wiser. And then there's the room in our hearts for God to join us, to come into our journey, to embrace us, to hold us, and to give us what we really need along the way, what we truly are looking for, even though we often don't realize faith, hope, and love. You see, if our life journey is easy or difficult or challenging, regardless of how it plays out at different points in our lives, what we're called to do, what we're asked to do, what life is forcing us to do, will all look differently if we are approaching each moment and each day with that humility, with that submissive obedience to God that allows us to seek his wisdom and his intent and his desire. And so therefore, with those three precious gifts secured and grounded within faith, hope, and love. We can pick ourselves up, no matter what life is requiring of us at that moment, knowing that we're doing precisely what we're meant to do. Father Mark Sislanko is the pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Learn more about our parish community at isidoreandmaria.org and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our music comes free of charge from Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for listening. <laughs>